Oh, yes, yes, yes. And the Easter Bunny goes hopping across the grass. <laughs> where does that even come from? I'll tell you where that comes from. <laughs> the Easter Bunny. Good morning, Vibe Tribe. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Rebecca Pacconi. Good morning. <laughs> so I'll tell you where that comes from. Uh, what? Ernie Williams. Remember Ernie Williams and the Wildcats? God rest his soul. Remember the band yes, Ernie Williams, yes, right? Absolutely. So I went out to see, I don't know why that just came to my head. I went out to see Ernie play one, one weekend. It was Easter weekend. And I went out to watch the band. And in between every song, he said the exact same thing. And the what? Easter Bunny went hopping across the grass. Yes, yes, yes. And then he'd go into the next song. And then the song would end and he'd go, and the Easter Bunny go hopping across the grass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I, I see our guest is here. We're going to have to pop him in the room uh, oh, short, so shortly. Excited. Yeah. Hopefully everything's. Oh, we have friends. Julie, Anthony Altieri's on. Anthony's in the house. Sherry Podolik, King's on. He already said good morning to me. Now he's saying good morning. <laughs> how many times? How many times can someone say good morning to you? <laughs> I don't know. Like he's right there having coffee. How many times? How many times does your husband say good morning to you? Just once, like he just says good morning, and then we're good for the day, right? It's usually the standard, right? Yeah. Then good afternoon and good evening. I, I like to mess around with Michelle. I like to say good morning like four times. She's like, why do you keep saying good morning to me? It's a good morning. <laughs> that would drive me crazy. So stop doing that to her. Oh, my gosh. So real quick, let's a um, couple things here. All right. I want to uh, just make mention. This is important stuff here, Rebecca. Spread the word podcasting 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 some people might not even uh, know podcasting they're not familiar with it so it's like this it's like it's like being on the radio podcasting without the commercials right not yet anyway hopefully we have commercials someday because that's when you know we're getting paid (laughs) i thought we we just got one like braidedsoul.com oh yes we are going to have a sponsor for the show well, we there's so much going on here. We're moving like 100 miles an hour, and <laughs> we just know. hit 1,100 followers today. Thank you, everybody. Awesome. Um, but yes, so if you go to wakeuptothevibe.com, the web address, wakeuptothevibe.com, there you could download the app, Podbean. Super cool. Super yeah, cool app. I already did it. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. When I told you to download the app, I was expecting a phone call like 10 minutes later. <laughs> or, I called you 10 times last night. What were you watching? The voice? I was not. I was busy. <laughs> when, I, when I don't answer the phone, honey, I'm busy. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I'm so, um, Michelle, I'm so sorry. Get your mind out of the gutter. Listen to me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Why are you telling her you're sorry? I'm a hot catch. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So anyway, hey, down to show that hey, shave that beard a little bit. I'm listen, I'm gonna shave that beard. I'm not shaving until I get a haircut, until until I can go out into a salon. I have a to get in line. And yeah, I'm gonna get a haircut and a real job. <laughs> <laughs> you could call me George. Anyway, um yes. 
So when you download the uh, app, you can actually listen to the podcast by just going to our website, the homepage, wakeuptothevibe.com. But when you download the app, you, it's awesome. You take it everywhere. You can listen in your car. You can go for a walk. Yeah. You can go for a run. You can go on your boat. You could actually yeah. download the file if you want. It's an MP3 yeah, it's file. Cool. Very, very cool. Very important. But let me explain to you why it's so important that people take the time. The more people that listen to a broadcast, the higher ranking it gets within the podcasting world. So when, right. when you have zero listens, not Michael. good. <laughs> not good. So being I just launched it the other day, we're at zero. But we were at zero here on Facebook Live once before, too. And now we're just like sailing. We're like, woo. <laughs> anyway, so please, folks, uh, wake up to the vibe.com, download the app, check out the podcast, take us on the run. With that said, I'm going to remind everybody, please, 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 it's so important. Show some love and support to the show. Share, 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 follow us, and, uh, and we'll be very, very happy. We'll continue to do this for you at no cost to you. <laughs> no cost. No, no cost. <laughs> Not a dime. <laughs> Not a dime. Just wake up, get your coffee, and we're here for you. We're here for you. Literally. Literally. Zero in our bank account. <laughs> Literally. Zero. Who cares? This anyway, is fun. It's a good time. That's why we're here. We're volunteering. Yeah. So I want to remind everybody, tomorrow, Matt O'Ree will be on the show. Uh, yesterday, I have to reschedule. Bright Side Blue, we're working on that. Friday, Quarantine I with the Vibe it. Tribe. I need two more people. We got Ray. We got we got Dave. D-Roxin. D-Roxin. Now, he was on before. I need two more new people. I'm not ditching right. our producer, but we'll talk. We'll talk. I'm going to get some funny people. Tell them to be in the dugout on standby. I got a good one yeah, for us. Yeah, awesome. And uh, uh, Mondays, Mondays going forward, it's just the two of us. No guests on Mondays. It's too heavy. It's too heavy on my head. It's too and, heavy on my head. And on uh, Tuesday next week, Donna St. Louis, man, she's going to oh, talk yeah. to us about leadership and achieving, uh, overcoming obstacles to achieve greatness. She's awesome. I'm excited. And then on Wednesday, Flame is in the house. Remember Michelle King? Yes. Bringing yes. her back. Bringing her back on Wednesday. I can't wait. This is going to be a good one, too. And then on Thursday next week. Now, and I have uh, Gareth Asher on Thursday next week. An amazing songwriter. Last but not least, before we go get our guest, our T-shirts are being designed. Bobby Badfinger is designing the T-shirt. As always. can't think of a better person to design the Wake Up to the Vibe T-shirt coming soon and coffee cups okay because we want you to wake up to the vibe right he'd be and happy I today new, i've got I a yankee new coffee cup you do i got my yankee cup going on today cheers everybody oh, cool. and thank cheers, you for joining cheers. us good morning bob and tom good morning good morning Kay sandy, and sandy Lurello. all right so let's uh let's take a chance here and here he is. Let's let's hit this. Uh, bring him into the room and see if this works. All right, that's a good sign. Here that's a good sign. <laughs> that's a good sign. <laughs> let's see if we got audio. Hi, Hold on Dad. a sec. How's it going? Hey, hey oh, you. How that are was you? Flawless. I don't know what was going on there. It just wouldn't let me in. No, that that's okay. <laughs> I had to let you in because we were doing the show intro. But that's all right. It's all good, man. That's You're, cool. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> but hold on. I'm going to give you the intro you deserve. 
Yes. And members of the Vibe Tribe that are here in the room with us today. And for all of you that are going to watch this video going forward, because we know you're going to. I would like to welcome from Richmond, Virginia. He signed a... He just left us. He's, <laughs> there he is. I was trying to make an appearance, man. Yes. <laughs> that was cool. He signed his first record deal back in 1999 with Giant Records, which was a subsidiary of uh, Warner Brother Records, right? He shared the stage, and we're going to talk about this, with bands like The Who, The Allman Brothers, James Taylor... He's played for President Bill Clinton. <laughs> Man, I'm sure this guy has some stories. He's got a new CD coming out. He's here to promote it. We're happy to have him on Wake Up to the Vibe. Everyone, please, in your living rooms, give a big round of applause for Pat McGee. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> oh, How's Glad it going? you're with us. Glad you're with us, Pat. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Is this early for you or are you an early riser? Uh, I am an early riser. Um, I have, you know, I got four kids. Four kids. So <laughs> oh, I, do you really? I, awesome. I stopped sleeping. Stopped like what? Anna's eighteen. So eighteen years ago, I stopped sleeping. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you could always tell when somebody's on the show when they have little kids too, though, because they oh, do yeah. the show outside in the morning. <laughs> they don't want to wake nobody up, right? I, yeah, I was just thinking that my wife's window is open. She's probably gonna be like, would you shut up? <laughs> so let me ask you, I mean, you, you mentioned the kids. You're you're a road warrior. I was reading up on you and way back. When did all oh, this yeah. when did all this start? Was this like a high school band and and you just kept going from there? Um, well, uh, I did play guitar. I got a guitar when I was 16 and then I had a little cover band with my brother and then he went off to grad school in scotland which made it impossible for the band to continue as a brother thing so that was that's fast forward to like 94 or so and then i decided at that point well maybe i should go do a solo thing and write my own songs and um just before i i went to longwood college down in farmville virginia mm -hmm. and i basically felt like if, if I, I've been here for four years, I'm not getting a degree because I've only been a part-time student the last two years. So <laughs> I should leave here with something. And uh, right. so I, I, I booked the studio on my Christmas break, which would have been my senior year. And then I wrote the songs. And that's why no producer, <laughs> that's why no producer would agree to it. I, I didn't understand what a producer did. I just said, what do you mean? Don't you just press record? What's right. the big deal? <laughs> uh, I had no idea. I was so green. So I ended up doing it myself. That's the winter of 94 and then put out my first record in the, in April wow. of 95. And that would, would, like I said, it would have been everyone that I knew in college was graduating. So I wanted to get it in their hands. And then I moved to Richmond, Virginia about, which is a, a common uh, migration for, you know, middle of Virginia college kids who are like looking for a city, but not huge, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> so, then I started the band in Richmond, uh, just went around and picked dudes out of other bands and, and then we hit the ground running pretty hardcore, uh, oh, yeah. 90, 95 summer. Um, and then we were, we were on the road, I mean, nonstop for 10 years. Yeah, I, I read something was like 98 gigs in 103 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that's, that's a normal thing. 
I mean, it didn't seem weird to me because when I was a solo cover guy in bars, you've tried to play every night. You're like, I want a gig every night. Why? Why wouldn't I? It's fun, unless you're like can't handle it from singing standpoint. Yeah. But who doesn't want to go to a bar? Seven drink, a week drinks are free, right? Right. Drinks are free. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 21, you're like, yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're losing money on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like you know, all I can eat, and all I can drink, and and 150 bucks. <laughs> We're golden. Heck yes. <laughs> yeah. Where did you meet your wife, Pat? um, Well, I met my first wife in college at Longwood. We moved up here, and then we split up, and she lives right down the street. We're good friends. Good. It's very very good. Um, And my uh, second wife, Tara, is from Massachusetts, so she was up here. I had had moved to a, a town called Barrington, Rhode Island, and yeah, my my now brother-in-law, my then good friends, introduced me to Tara through his sister. Nice, so, nice. nice. So where little guy? So where did the um, you know I, I'm reading it and I'm impressed. I have to tell you, how many people can say that they shared the stage with the Who? And I had to read it again. I go, the Who? Who? Who I plays mean, with the Who? <laughs> I went to. I went to. I grew up in going to Catholic school. I mean, I spent more time doodling the Who logo than I ever did studying the Bible. <laughs> uh, no offense. Don't strike me down. No. Uh, like, I was obsessed with the Who, um, you know, uh, Zeppelin, ACDC, all wow. these rock bands. And then when I started getting in uh, into singing and playing music, I, I knew I couldn't, like, I didn't want to emulate those bands, maybe vocally, and I couldn't. So it's when I started singing, I just sang more like Jackson Brown or, you know, uh, the Eagles or James Taylor or Jimmy Buffett, like more more like mellow singers. Singer, songwriter Um, kind of stuff. Yeah, Eric Clapton. Like I love Eric. Eric Clapton was like ultimate for me. But um, yeah, it wasn't like. But I mean, I love me some Zeppelin, but I can't sing it. And if you can't sing it, you shouldn't sing it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> many, many have tried. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. And, and yeah. So, but um, so the Who, that was just I couldn't believe when that opportunity was was put in front of us. Not only that, it was at the Gorge in Seattle. I don't know if you know anything about the Gorge. I'm not familiar. There's, there's, no. There's Red Rocks, which most people know in Colorado. Yep. Colorado, right? Which is, yep. You know, built into yep. the side of the mountain, and then, then there's the Gorge, which is like n- the other version of that. It's like on a hilltop, and it over it looks like you're in Scotland. You're looking out over the this huge river, the and all the seats are carved into the grass. It's like just it's looking super up the cool. Gorge. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculously cool. Sounds beautiful. Um, so we got to play with them there, and then we went to Shoreline in San Francisco and played with them at Shoreline. I mean, I, we didn't get to meet them, which is totally fine because they're superheroes to me. But yeah, just to even see a road case that said the Who on it, I'm like, yeah, right, right. Of course, I can't find any pictures. Can't find a picture. No, that's pretty cool. That's that was before this. <laughs> that's this. right. That's right. You didn't have that. Well, it is so it's funny that you, you bring that up, that the technology of the phone and everything. You're you're and I'm I'm kind of switching gears. So this is just coffee at my table type interview. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'll be all over the place. Uh uh 
I'm all over the place as well. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah. So, Me too. but but when you talk about technology, the album uh, that you're coming out with, it hasn't been released yet, right? It's coming out no, soon. Just just one single. Yeah. Okay, so this is analog, and for those and. Oh, the last record, the, the one that I sent you the video of the making. Okay. Of, I did. I've done two records in the last that couple That was awesome. Years. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that, oh. that there was me, the one that's just called Pat McGee. Right. Was a, was basically me um, discover, rediscovering vinyl. And like, I know yep. everyone got into vinyl at some point. I got back into it four or five years ago. And then I went down that rabbit hole and I'm like, what? And I started listening to these records again because now, you know, with these devices and, and everything else out there, yeah, people have playlists. It's kind of rare. I mean, at okay, least maybe, right. not, maybe not with you guys, but most people don't put on one record or a CD or even press play on their phone for one CD. It's that like... Hey, I made a mix. Like, okay, it's cool. Right. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I, what about all those other songs? Right. So I'm listening to these records of same thing, Jackson Brown, James Taylor. Um, oh, love. And and I'm remembering where I was when I heard these records the first time. And I'm like, oh, this track seven is like the coolest. And you knew it was coming after the next track. And I'm like, all right. I've we've the band has always prided themselves on putting out records that don't have humbly we we would say we don't really have tracks that we would don't, don't care about because we played with all kinds of bands when we when we went to warner brothers and we were out with bands that were radio bands right and they had like one single or two two songs total and the rest of it was like uh, filler you know whatever they didn't care <laughs> right they were the first ones to admit it it wasn't like they were trying to hide it, hide it. But, yeah they're already on the um, next record to get one more song <laughs> yeah they just like right. the, the label probably saves if you have a, a third and fourth great song they're probably like let's put that on the next record right yeah they just they needed to like right like, well just put it on one record no one ever said that to anybody else you know right. 70s. said nobody <laughs> yeah so ever i just i basically was like i'm gonna write a record like that that's more of like all, i don't want to say all deep cuts but just just gonna write and no one's gonna tell me that this is, shouldn't be on the record or should or whatever and if i could just make it sound like those guys sounded in the 70s awesome. um so the song started that way from a songwriting standpoint and i was like i just need the drummer if I could, well, actually, I didn't think I could get the drummer. I thought I could get a drummer that sounded like the drummer. So I was going to play these old records to some other band, not my band, but like other players, and go, can you do this? And I, long story short, I wrote an email to the Russ Kunkel, who is, I mean, these guys are all going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. And it's, he, he eventually wrote back to me. Um, the funny story is that it went into my junk mail and I hired a different band. No, sir. I never, I never saw that he said yes. Uh, so oh, no. when he, he told a friend he goes what's up with your friend pat mcgee he blew me off i said no no way this can't be right so oh my gosh fi finding him and he's just the sweetest person in the world um i mean russ is responsible from a drumming standpoint two thousand albums i don't know it's insane oh, yeah. what of through the 70s and 80s like his 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 story is incredible and he was always playing with the same bass player and guitar player right with mm -hmm. james taylor's James Taylor's band's Carol King's band. Um, and he said, Hey, they're all available. Do you want everyone to come? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I uh, said, <laughs> Yes. And then I asked, well, How much does that cost? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a definite cart before the horse situation. But yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They all, they all said, Yes. We went to Los Angeles. We tracked 15 songs because honestly, I was like, I probably 
looking back on it, maybe I should have put out two records because right. it was so many I, on the vinyl. There's 15 tracks, which is like amazing. I think I was just was so fired up and there was nobody to tell me anything different. So I was like, this is a snapshot of what happened. I look at it almost like it's a concert. Like this happened, put it all in one thing, put it out. And it was incredible just to, and then I had Paul Barrer from little feet. You know, I'm a huge fan of little, little feet growing up. Um, me too. So, and John Popper from blues traveler came on board and, uh, Pat Monahan from Train. Monahan from uh, Train, right. A bunch of, once I got the section guys, everyone was like, I want to get in on that record. So it was really fun. <laughs> who, it was super fun. Who, who's who's this Pat McGee guy, man? He, yeah, like, I, I want know. on his record, man. How, how big is his checkbook? Well, I mean, Wadi, oh, sh- sorry, this thing's about to fall over. So Wadi, the guitar player who plays with Stevie Nicks, and he's been with, he's yep. been with Stevie Nicks since, you know, day one. Pre Fleetwood yeah. Mac, he's been with her. Wow. Um, he would he'd be two studios over working on Stevie's record, and he, actually, I don't even think that record ever came out because Fleetwood Mac, in the middle of our session, he's like, uh, Fleetwood Mac just showed up and like it took over the whole <laughs> session. So like, I'm like, well, so can can at this point, I was asking anybody. I talked at one point to David Crosby about singing harmonies. He was like, nice. I'd love to. Lyle Love, it was going to come in. Oh wow, it didn't happen. Uh, and Stevie, that was never going to happen, but I did ask. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I don't care. I used to be so timid to ask any favors of anybody ever. Sure. And then after this experience, I'm like, the one guitar player was like, the worst they're going to say is no, dude. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Does, what does it matter? Exactly. Like, All right. So that was really fun. Um, and then, you know, moving on to the new record is the, is the original band back in the original studio from the nineties that, that R- band that toured all over the planet. Right. Um, that was an incredible experience to go back to the same studio in Falls Church, Northern Virginia, and um, so you've you've done had, like this full circle, man. You you wow. had the, you had this band twenty years yeah. ago. You're doing all these cool things. You're on the road. You're cutting records. You go off. You cut records on your own with all these like heavy duty I studio know. cats, right? Yeah. And now you, it's like it's like you came home. <laughs> For sure. This record when I first started. It's, it's funny. As soon as one record's done, you're like, I'm, it's me anyway. I'm like ready to write another record. Um, and it usually goes into a different direction. There's always like one song on the last record that's like, okay, that could have been on either right. one of them. <laughs> it's like kind of like the last thought you had and then you continue that. It's usually what happens with me. Right. But um, when I started writing these tunes, I'm like, okay, well, I could go back to that same studio with those incredible LA guys. They're all like, let's do it again. Um <gasps> And I just said, man, as soon as I heard the first song for this record, I'm like, it's got to be the original Pat McGee band because the way I wrote them, it sounds like 1996. It's like, not like dated. <laughs> it just feels like the original band. Right. Um, so it was really, it was the easiest record we've ever made, the, the most fun we've ever had, probably because there's no expectations of of anyone, really. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no label. The fans are, will be happy probably with just seeing us in the same room, let alone actually putting out music that's I think is good or better than the records that they loved in the, in the nineties. Um, but, um, you know, it was cool. We lost our drummer in 2006 or our original drummer. And, uh, he, sorry, the ones, Oh, thank you. The, the, yes, the one I'm story sorry that. that was incredible that we were in the studio, the same space that we recorded with Chris. Wow. And the first take, this is no BS first take, um, at the end of a, you know, you finish a song, everyone's got their headphones on and then you don't, 
make a move so that you don't knock into something and it goes onto tape. Right. Let so it sustain everyone, out. You, yeah. You let it sustain for like 10 seconds. And, um, it was the first take. And then I hear in the drum room, which is where a percussionist was set up this huge, like it's if someone kicked over a drum set, it was the loudest. We all took our, our headphones. Like what the hell was that? And Chris uh, or Charlie, our percussionist goes, Oh, nothing. It's just the refrigerator in the, he was like, they, they had transformed this room into a kitchen slash recording room. So he was like legitimately in a kitchen, but with a huge drum setup. Right. The, the fridge opened on its own. He's the only person in the room and a can of Coke <laughs> flew across the room. Are you slammed, slammed against the wall and sprayed Coke all over. Are the you serious? Floor. Yeah. And, not, and, Charlie's like, uh, I think Chris is here. Wow, man, you just gave me yeah. chills, dude. It was crazy. Me too. I'm not, it's, I'm not even making it up. It was wow. Like, like, okay, take two. Let's go. So it was really um, that was because we, you know, we hadn't been in that room in 20 years, and uh, it was really something. How how Studio cool that is that is chills, chills. such a cool story, yeah. man. That is it just was, absolutely. It, it just, it, the whole thing was so positive. We'd finish a take and be like, that was so fun. Let's do it, you know, a couple more times. And so the drummer who played on our record, this new Pat McGee band record, is, um, I met him when he was 11. He was the only drum student our drummer, Chris, ever had. So, I mean, you can imagine touring for 25 years. I know a lot of drummers. I, yeah. know, a lot of, I know a lot of badasses. Like, a lot of people could have come in and, and done a fantastic job. But because this kid at 11 grew up listening to our music and learning from our drummer, wow. like he's the natural, he's going to make it feel like what he remembers the band sounding. He's like got the same, he's, a, he's got the same roots, man. He's, he's, sure. yeah, and he's, sure. a, he's a, he's a legitimate fan of the music. So yeah. as opposed to some badass drummer who's like, yeah, watch what I can do, you know? Exactly. Um, so it, it just made so much sense. And honestly, once we did the first take, it went from being like, is Matt, the drummer going to be able to pull this off too, or he's blowing us away. We have to keep up with him because the guy wow. is like, he, he absolutely crushed it. Well, he, you know, and he knows what it means to you too, man. And the rest right. of the guys yeah. in the band, like he's got to, he's got to fill some shoes. So mm -hmm. he, he probably, I would imagine went over and above. I mean, <laughs> I can only, I, I would not be able to handle that pressure. If someone was like, Hey, uh, you know, whoever, um, whatever the role might be, the guitar player for, you know, if, if Eddie Van Halen is no longer here and I can play <laughs> like that, kinda. Yeah, right. And they called and they called me in to do it. I'd be like, no, no, uh, right. No, 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 no way. <laughs> right. Too much pressure. So, yeah. he, you know, Matt. Hats off to Matt because he he really made the record feel fun and alive Aww. and super. And every song was like two or three takes. That's it. Um, wow! It was so fun, and so we put out a single, "Broken Heart," which I think I sent you the video for. And then yes, I'm we, actually gonna I'm gonna cue that up first. Cool. And then, you know, we we haven't figured out because of this whole pandemic thing. We don't. We got to come up with the right plan. I woke up this morning being like, "Man, I like that I'm not in a label situation where they're like, you get one single and then maybe a second single. We don't have a budget for a video. I mean, I made a video in my backyard." three weeks ago with my son who's six who can play Ooh. piano and drums. Yeah, and we played it. We put back. That was yeah, the one yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah, played yeah. it the yeah. other day. Yeah. I played. Yes, your video. We did. That, that was just a goof. I mean, I did it for a friend and they're like, can we put this on our website? Yeah. Like, well, I just did. 
for fun. I because the song said something like "Every day is a good day," or what, what was every the, day should fe- every day should feel this good. It's it's a song by a band called Jacko Pierce. They were old friends it. of mine. Yeah, and they they he just called and said, "Hey man, would you cover this song?" There's like there's a company called Vineyard Vines out of Connecticut that is that is uh, still paying all their fifty some employees during this whole thing, and they're really they're in need of some support and. Um, I'm, he's like they're gonna try and raise some money through the song. I'm like, he's like a bunch of people are gonna cover it. I was like, sure. So I went to, as opposed to just sitting on my couch and with my phone and playing a version of it, I started tinkering with my microphone, which I just bought like the day before. I'm not a guy who knows how to record myself, so the fact that I did that. <laughs> let's do this because uh it, it's kind of the norm that our our viewers and our listeners uh whenever we have musicians on they get anxious they're like come on man yeah, i, I want to hear the music you know what i mean so let's go to a uh, broken heart is the first song i'm going to play broken today heart. um kind of kind of set that song up for me if you could uh yeah so this was the first song i wrote with um our piano player, Jonathan and Patrick McAloon, who's a member of the band for 10 years, but he's the new guy. Um, so he's not officially the original Pat McGee band. So he's not in this video, but he wrote the song with me and Johnny. Um, it felt so much like the band that this is the song that made me go, we need the original band. And when we went to shoot the video, we went back to Richmond. None of us live there anymore. And we stood outside the, uh, when you see us in an alley and goofing off, it's outside there. We used to play every Thursday night at a place called Alley Cats in Richmond and the flood zone and these, these old divey bars. Um, and we, we went down there and tried to like get in and right. goof around. They wouldn't let us in anywhere. But, um, they remembered you. That's crazy. why they're like, no man, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. we thought you left. <laughs> we, broke, we broke every bar record ever. Right. We Lushy fans than Buffett. Well, yeah, when we're gonna we're gonna talk about your fans when we come back. So here's what I'm gonna do, and I'm just gonna give you both a heads up because I still can't figure out this new feature in Zoom and it's really driving me nuts. I'm gonna mute the two of you. When I come back, if if I can't hear you, it's because you're still <laughs> muted. You're gonna have to unmute yourself. And I'm, oh, I, I learned that lesson. <laughs> so hang tight. We're gotcha. gonna we're gonna we'll be right back. And Pat we McGee. are we are listening to Pat McGee here, ladies and gentlemen, on Wake Up to the Vibe. This is called Broken Heart. Enjoy this, folks.
answer is a sense in crying The tears tell you You're allowed well most days Say I've moved on I'd be lying You were worth this broken heart Just to feel again This is not the end We were worth these broken hearts We both took a swing And that's the Pat McGee Band. You're listening to Wake Up to the Vibe. Oh, yes, that feels amazing right now, let me tell you. So. Thank you. Listen, that was fantastic. Fantastic. Cool, thank you. Totally. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so, like, fired up right now, man. And I have to tell you, the drums sound amazing like i'm listening to yep. it through my headphones i got a nice mixer going over here yeah wow nice recording yeah matt, matt rocked it and the band just you know my my other thing about this pro this record was to not tell anybody what to play what to feel what to like just whatever you do on your instrument do that and do it, and right. do, it do it like your your first thought is the best idea yeah, because we've had so many producers that not that we ever look at our listen to our records and go, oh, man, that doesn't sound like us. Um, but it was I think it, it lets a musician feel confident and comfortable and have fun because we want the record to sound fun. That, that song definitely sounds fun. Oh, my gosh. That's, oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I mean, especially yeah. at, at this time of day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. You, I think you're the first people to ever play at this hour of the morning. So thank you. <laughs> Let me just remind our viewers, for those of you who just logged into the room where we're speaking with uh, singer, songwriter, recording artist, performer, Pat McGee, uh, his Sharon, Sharon his morning with us here on Wake Up to the Vibe. We want to thank all of you for jumping into the room and joining us i know there's a lot of new people pat thank you. you brought some fans with us today uh which is awesome i'm gonna ask everyone to please follow the page wake up to the vibe and like the page follow the page share this video when it's over hold a watch party we're all in this uh this thing together but listen you have you have 
loyal fans as i learned when i i logged on to your kickstarter page because it was when i you know i do a little bit of homework and that was one of the links that came up in google Oh, so i'm like all right let's, let's just see what he's all about on on uh, kickstarter uh, and it was over a hundred and twenty six thousand dollars you raised yeah that was unbelievable man i mean that still to this day it was it just it's an incredible that that's that's the new record label um the fans which is so cool for it to be the fans you know yeah back when oh, yeah. i was a kid and you would you would join join columbia house record and tape traders and you'd like put the little stamps of like 10 tapes you want for a penny and then you have to pay like six more for 20.99 or something but you felt like hey i'm keeping this record label alive or i'm i'm giving oh, my yeah. money right to right to robert plant um, <laughs> but you know this it was inspiring it was inspiring to go into a studio and know that you can pay the bill for one thing which is always like oh my god how are we going to do this exactly um and it, but it really felt like it's like a weird thing of like you went you got to go to this you, you went fast forward right to the super bowl and your fans are carrying you in there you know it's really um so it's cool inspiring when people you know care that much and you know we because we did tour a lot we were kind of the soundtrack to a lot of people's college life and i've played a lot of um it seems like either our fans are either turning, you know, milestone birthdays, 40, some 50, some older than that, some younger than that, but mostly right. between 40. And if you went to college and you're between 40 and I'd say definitely 45, 35 to 45, and you had any social life whatsoever, you probably <laughs> saw us <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because we, we played all over the country. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I like that. Yeah. If you had any social life whatsoever. <laughs> If you ever saw a band perform, if it was you, probably If us. you weren't just yeah. hiding out in your dorm room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who does that? Well, I know some you know, people who did that. I shouldn't ins it's probably insulting to people like, oh, I've never heard of you, and I was the king of the party. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, you're, and then you could be like, yeah, you just didn't know it was us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you were so into yourself, you didn't know you were dancing with our band. That would be but me. That, uh, well, that's the, the fans were... You know, I know it's kind of impossible to, you know, because music is so tied to memories, right? You're yes. like, I mean, I'm doing a thing now and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I wish I was more consistent. I'm just so busy. These, I've never been busier, by the way, with this whole pandemic thing. I just, because we're trying to find new ways to put ourselves out there and be creative and sure. be uh, present. Yeah. Let's but, not forget you have four kids and a wife as well. Right. And, there's, and there, yeah, then there's that. <laughs> and there's that. <laughs> And they're here all the time, so it's right. like we all we all got to work together. It's time so, to, it's time to get them an instrument, right? And I'm sure so you, you probably have musicians in the family, maybe. Yeah, at least at least one of them, maybe two of them. We'll see. But um, yeah, I just think that um, you know, music can take you back to a place, and I I want this new record to maybe on honestly this pandemic when everyone's stuck at home, maybe listening to more music than they were before, or you I know. Think so hanging out in their backyard like I, I become a professional landscaper in my side job that's all i do is, is if i need to not it looks work, nice i can see man it looks like you're I doing know, a good I'm job <laughs> hey i bought my first guitar from mowing lawns and and trimming Aww. hedges and bushes and awesome and dealing with people so i have just returned full circle to becoming <laughs> you know that's what happens than, i charge more than ten dollars a lot so right. um, a lot yeah but I, you know, I want this, those records in the nineties and early two thousands were s such a, a part of their soundtrack of their social life. 
and the yeah. fun memories. So I'm not foolish enough to be like, hey, this record's just as good as the first couple. They're like, yeah, it is, it might be, but I got to create a new memory with it. And not that this is a great time to put it in the memory books, but if you're hanging out with people you love and your family and your friends, that your close friends, your quarantine, as they call it in Rhode Island. Um, quarantine. I like that. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> It says find your quarantine team and stick with that team. Um, it's easy in Rhode Island. There's there's only like 200 people here, so it's fine. Yeah, but when but, you but, and I don't mean to interrupt, Pat, but you know when no. you when you look back, all right. So you're go back to your college days, right? You're jamming out with your buddies. You're making records. You're hanging out in recording studios. You're you're on tour. You're going from from stage to stage to stage, right? Now, now today, you have four kids and a wife. Your mindset and your maturity is so so different today. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've built on your skills. You know, you know, you're, you're you're. I'm sure you're playing better. I'm sure your voice is is stronger. But don't you think that who you are as a person today, now going back with the group from 20 years ago and and mm-hmm. and going on tour again and putting out another record. I would almost think, and I, I don't want to speak for you, but I would almost think the gratification today is so much different than years ago. You're taking life serious. Sure. You're, oh. you're a mature adult. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Not, uh, yeah, on so on so many fronts. I mean, if you listen to this record, I got I got to get you guys a copy of it. Please, I had to please stop do. Myself, stop myself from from writing every song as like a dad anthem because. <laughs> I mean, lyrically, that was not a topic I would ever even have really bothered with when I was 21, 23, 27, whatever. I was, it was not that we were singing about, you know, drinking and, and screwing and all the, you know, whatever. Right. right. We, we weren't Leonard Skinner, but, um, <laughs> which would have been awesome, by the way. Right. No, um, nobody can argue with that. I, I always no. wish, I'm like, man, I wish I started off, I wish I had another band that had a, a lyrical content that's slightly like way edgier than what I do. Cause if I tried to put anything like that in now, they'd be like, what are you doing? Right. So, but, um, yeah, what happened to you, I, man? Yeah. You sicko. Um, but sicko. anyway, anyways, long story short, I, I did, um, lyrically it's, it's a different album. Um, and it does mean a lot. It means a lot to everyone in the band. Um, everything is just more like, I, we're just appreciative. We look around we know a lot of bands that toured with us in the nineties and, some of them were big bands on, on Warner brothers and they maybe had a big song and they don't exist anymore. Because right. They, right. They relied on that one song. And when the, and when that goes away, cause it always goes away, no matter who you are. Um, if you don't keep, keep feeding that beast of, uh, you know, chasing that single, you're, you know, you're out, you're, you're done. Yeah. And, um, right. and with us, it was always about, the fans and the vibe of the show, the songs that they were all, it didn't matter what we played. I grew up still am a huge Grateful Dead fan. So like they play different stuff every night. Right. It, it doesn't, doesn't really matter what they play. Sure. Um, you're just appreciative of what they're giving you in the moment. And that's kind of like the vibe we try and put out there. With, yeah. With yeah. Less, with less hallucinogenics. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know? <laughs> it's probably a good call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, but, but it, it, it's funny because what you're saying right now, um, 
I know you know uh, Keaton Simons, right? Because he actually, oh. your name came yeah. up. I was on the phone with him last week, and, and your name came up. He goes, you know who you got to get on your show, man? You got to call this Pat McGee guy. And I go, yeah, well, because we, we, we had challenges in the beginning of communicating and making this happen, right? So, uh, and, and I am happy. Yeah, 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 I'm happy I'm you made it. Did it go to spam? This didn't go to spam. It went. I, mean, I I swear to God, I'm like I told my wife, I'm like I need one of those giant boards on the wall that has like tells me what I'm doing. She's like, you got like a calendar? Right. Like, yeah, a calendar. With like, she's like, do they have a you have a calendar on your phone? I'm like, that's no good. I need to yeah. I need to walk by it and see it on the daily. Like, I'm the same way. I'm doing something every day. Tomorrow, yeah. what what is today? Tuesday, Wednesday? I don't know. Yeah, Tomorrow, uh, I'm yeah. Doing Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Nobody I can't even remember what, but I have something tomorrow, and then I'm sure the people that that know I have something tomorrow, like he better remember. Uh, <laughs> Friday, Friday, I'm doing a thing for my old college, like a virtual alumni weekend. Aww, nice. Um, which, if they want to mail me a degree, that'd be all right too. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, <laughs> don't, don't they do that kind of thing? Yes, they do. Um, I'm not an alumni if I didn't graduate. Um, so you're an alumni and, of the stage, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess alumni of the of the bar across the street, but um, it's that's it's important. Really, uh, so this, and then Saturday I'm doing like a wine tasting, a virtual wine tasting. Oh, I cool. I say yes to everything. If you ask me to do something, I'm gonna do it. It might take me a second to like like with us. It was like take a second to line it all up. But I'm so glad you did ask. It, this does make me feel like we're back on the road and we have six a.m., seven a.m. TV radio. Yeah, man, this is awesome. Do that. At first, I'm like, people. When I told people I was doing this, they're like, "What?" They acted like I was getting up in the middle of the night and <laughs> and like hosting right. a concert. Like, I'm like, this is what I normally would do. Yeah, right. you know. And I, and I see you when, when we. I didn't know if you were going to be sitting at your kitchen table right. or what. But I see you here with like <laughs> professional situation. The two of you. I'm like, okay, this is like this is just like being. People are still doing this. This is cool. You, you, you know, it's you know, it's awesome though. So um, we we were playing. Uh, I, I had a schedule mix up, and I have to reschedule. I booked a group out of California, and I never told them I was on the East Coast. And we didn't discover this until the night before. And they're like, "Wait a minute, we're not getting up at four o'clock in the morning." What are you talking about? So I'm like, "Beck, we're on by ourselves tomorrow. We'll just like small talk." We actually talked about what hot dogs were made of. This is this is just yesterday. Yeah. So Don't so tell me. <laughs> no, no, you, no. We, even played a video so i decided it would be kind of cool to play the videos of upcoming artists so we played one of your videos and what i thought was really cool is in the chat room yesterday there was some banter going on between uh two people in the chat room saying hey this is an awesome opportunity for us to learn about new music like i haven't listened to a new album in a long time and they were literally like thanks joe for bringing these musicians to the show this is super cool this is like like years ago when you went on to the radio station stuff that's what that's our job is to bring new music and and make sure it's good like that's the one thing every every artist on the show is outstanding and and i'm gonna make sure that that's always the case yeah no man oh my god it's a great opportunity you know you know um you know and thanks keaton keaton's a, a dear friend of mine he's great guy. i host i host an event called down the hatch in north carolina it's a music festival mm-hmm. basically what you're doing here i do it on the beach uh although we had to get pushed off to september and hopefully we still september but um it's every may it's right. the 12th year 
Um, I bring in artists that have opened for me that I think are freaking amazing and people might not know who they are. Keaton was on that list at the very beginning, you, you know, mm-hmm. 11 years ago. Yeah. And he's done it every year. So yeah. He's awesome. Now it's become like a thing. And, um, and I, I yeah. also want to give a shout out to to uh, Jason Adamo and Doug Castine because oh, they were the originals yeah. that they gave me your name, and it was just kind of funny because they're in Raleigh and and they're on the show, and we had a great time, and and they turned you know Jason's been a, an amazing person to be in touch with on this aspect he's hooked me up with so many great artists but i think it was doug that actually said to me oh my gosh man pat mcgee has a way of he he, this is what he said about you and i'm pretty sure it was either doug or keaton who said this and i can't remember but they said pat mcgee has a way of attracting some of the best musicians in the business that's an awesome compliment to you yeah that totally (laughs) yeah that's really sweet. I mean, yeah. Uh, cheers to Doug. Doug's a fellow coffee freakazoid. Oh, I know. I heard about his little coffee <laughs> blog that he has going oh, yeah. on. <laughs> so listen, I, we're um, gonna play. We're gonna. Yeah, I, we, I, I, Doug and Jason's got his new album out, Looking Glass, which is awesome. Fantastic, fantastic, is just a fantastic player and. Yeah, um, it's funny because Keaton introduced me to Jace. Keaton said, you got to get Jason to down the hatch. I was like, okay, cool. And then I just said, I invited, I didn't even listen to a single note. If Keaton tells me somebody's good and he knows that we've all gone through this thing, he knows yeah. what I'm looking for. Right, same yeah. here. Everyone at that event is someone, I, I always do this to myself. I'm like, if James Taylor came over and had dinner, would I be totally cool being like, hey, hey, Jason, get it from the table and play a song. Right. And, and not be like, he's not going to like this. Right. It's kinda, I don't know why I think like James Taylor's like the judge. It's, he is. Who I hold in high regard. <laughs> he's James so Taylor. <laughs> if, if he is, would be like, wow, that's really cool moving. So I kind of, everyone that comes, not that every music festival isn't filled with incredible people, but yeah, I have to be moved by what they do and, and think it's, they're only trying to be themselves. They are not trying to like, copy some other artist or sure right you know that's what i look that's what i always look for that's what i hope to do in my own music i don't try and sound like somebody else well you're being on you're being honest through your music i mean if you can't you can't be honest to your to your yeah to your true art then you know you can't fake it it's cool to have influences that you can kind of hear um but it's also more vulnerable and um it's more attractive, I think, to everyone when you're Definitely. just yourself. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. in life. That's in life. How know? cool it is sure to works. just be yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's mean, such Pat, an awesome feeling. Pat yeah. has an, a song named Rebecca. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, oh that's right, Rebecca. I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all week she thought it was for her. I know. I go, it's like, I ever wrote. Uh, <laughs> is the first song you ever wrote? Yeah. Sorry. We have a bond now, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, I'm never uh, going to hear the end many, of this, man. Many of many of a Rebecca has said, "That's my song." Yeah. Um, it's mine now. It's you know, if you act, I wrote that going to college and and seeing like freshmen and you know, basically, I, really, it was kind of freshmen and sophomore oh, girls come in, come into school, and they would stand around at parties and just like lose their like go for it. They were like clueless and go no this is not about you uh <laughs> well, maybe it is. just totally Maybe. like tearing it up 
and I and her name was of, Rebecca. No, I, the school was so small I couldn't name it after anyone. Otherwise, they, they'd be so offended. So I made up the name Rebecca, so that I didn't have to because I didn't know any. But I'm like I wrote down the list of names of people I don't know. Like, well, that doesn't sound good. Like, hey, Never Rebecca, dated a Rebecca. No, I, go I, I can't have them coming coming after me. Is that song about me? But that's I don't right. think they listen to the actual content of the lyrics. I'm like, that's right. Oh my gosh! No, no one has ever come to me and said, "You jerk! You wrote that about me." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's, they they like the song, so they think it's a positive thing. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's a song about like, man, I feel sorry for this girl. She's she's gonna have, she's gonna have some problems. <laughs> You just made her day. You don't even know. Right now, she's going, he uh, knows me. <laughs> story of my life, man. Uh, I don't feel sorry for you, Rebecca. So, uh -huh. all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch gears because I'm, I'm looking at the clock here. So, we have a song called well, Runaway. And I played. It's become uh, our anthem. It's the, it's our, it's, oh, this is awesome. you, you look like you're 12 years old in that video. How old were you, man? Uh, I don't, and that, that's which, not an insult. I, my point being, it's concert? it's live, yeah. Two thousand and six. Uh, I don't know what year is it now. Fourteen. You're gonna, you're gonna be one of those guys when you're like eighty years old. You're gonna look like you're like fifty. Oh, that'd be nice. Thirty-two, thirty-four. I don't know. You weren't thirty-two in that video. Um, I was born in seventy-three. What, the video that run away on the vintage stage, right? 2006, 27. Oh my gosh, six, man, you look you look so much younger. I thought it was like one back in your early early days. That's a compliment to you. Don't take that the wrong way. No, it is. It <laughs> is. I still all right, maybe not 12. Maybe you look 17, all right? I'll take it. Well, you look a lot younger than you are. Let me. Uh, I'm mean, yeah, Yeah, man. You, you, you oh, got, that's very kind. It's all I, that I, landscaping I, you're my doing. My wife is six. Oh, yeah. It's all the wine I drink. <laughs> it's wine's good for you, man. Let me. Uh, I'm going to go play the song Runaway. This is on Vintage Stages, right? Is that the show? Is that a show? Oh, what is that? Oh. Yeah, it's a live show down in Birmingham, Alabama at a place called the Workplace Ooh, Theater. I used to live there. Um, owned by the great Alan Hunter from MTV. Oh, I know um, Alan. He's a friend yeah, of mine. It's a gr uh, incredible venue. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that was. Oh, cool. There you go. Do you seriously know him, Beck? So yeah, I do. Yeah, I used to live a, in Birmingham. He's friends with my family. Oh, no kidding. Too. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have his digits. Yeah. Uh, work, work, play. That was a great, great night. And, you know, for me, for our band to have Chris, Chris, uh-oh we losing uh -oh. a moment on no, video professionally done by our friend jeremy out are we still there yeah, I'm, yeah. I, i'll tell you what you, you are he cutting it in and out bit. let me go to the song and uh we'll come back back i'm Sounds gonna do good. that that's all right i'm gonna go to the song and we'll come back because we seem to be a little frozen so we'll be right back here folks you're listening to wake up to the vibe and we're talking with pat mcgee of the pat mcgee band and here's a song from the vintage stages and this is a live uh performance so enjoy waking up to the vibe
Get up to the vibe. Still, we only hear one sound when it so intense that it just can't breathe. Lay it down. In the jam on, ladies and gentlemen, the Pat McGee Band. Whoa, we are pumping it up this morning. Let me tell you. Oh, my gosh. So, listen. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Hold on. Too many things. To push. Oh, my gosh. Dude, <laughs> first of all, you gained some fans today because I'm, I'm watching. Like, like, I got a lot going on. I'm, like, watching the chat. I'm over here. I'm making notes. Hit record. <laughs> too much for early morning your, your sound is huge you could tell that you have lived your life on a stage man you guys own it yeah that that really can you hear me okay i can yeah no you're fine cool. oh what'd you do you went um, inside i did because <laughs> oh because of reception it, we were having some issues yeah yeah and i made my six-year-old is in kindergarten one room over so 
We'll see if the school teacher comes yelling at me that I'm talking too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, you're still muted. Let's. Uh, yeah, I had to unmute myself. Well, th- um, yeah, this is a problem that that. No, it's all, it's all good. On me, so. so, a thank you for for playing. I mean, nobody does this, so it's super cool of you guys. To oh, like thanks, play man. The video and then play the concert because that that song "Runaway" that was our first single for our Shine record in, from 2000 with Warner Brothers. And um, it was the first time that, um, you know, we had a major label song. It was pushed to all sorts. I'd never known what it felt like to be a a band with a song on the radio. Like we were selling out venues that were 1,000, 1,500 seats with nothing on the radio. Right. So we would have bands open for us that had bigger much bigger songs, but right. they didn't have any. They didn't have any fans yet. Yeah, yeah. They had people that kind of knew who they were. So, Runaway was started getting played. Ironically, no radio station played it anywhere. We were already doing well. <laughs> like no, no it just we couldn't get any love. At Washington DC, we were selling out a seven thousand seat amphitheater in Northern Virginia, and we couldn't get Virginia to play our music. Isn't that like, crazy? <laughs> You're like, dude, there's not an empty seat in the house, and you won't play right. my song. Right. I remember, I remember being on an early morning radio thing, kind of like this. They had the Smasher Trash, right. and they they played this song. And I heard people could be like, this sounds like Nelson from like the nine early 90s. 80s. <laughs> Nelson. I'm like, Nelson? Nelson? <laughs> like, what's what's with the mandolin? I'm like, what? Like, is, this safety, is this safety dance? Like, dude, what the hell? I, was, oh my I, had sit, I had to sit there and listen to you work so hard on something. And then and then you hear people come in and call in on their way to work. This song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they they have no they wouldn't say like they, they're like we're not going to tell you who it is not that it would have mattered they probably yeah. wouldn't right, anyway right. but um but then we would go to san francisco there's certain stations like colorado um fk uh, um kbco in colorado and kfog in san francisco who are like triple a radio but they're really respected in the community they they're the ones that like try you know the hippie mentality out there yeah so they, they played runaway and the first time we went to San Francisco, we sold out the Fillmore, which is like the Fillmore is like where Led Zeppelin yes. and Open yes. for King and like Tom Petty did his house gigs there. It's it's crazy. Right. So that's oh. that's that song, Runaway, reminds me of being uh, like feeling like, wow, we're like a real band, like like a band that oh, yeah. people are, are coming here for one song and then they hear all this other stuff that we do. So that was really thanks for playing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. so here, here's what I'm what I'm getting out of this, okay? Because even the, the first song that we played, the Pat McGee band, you guys have an energy. Like, there's listen, I, I've played in bands for the last thirty years. Okay, you could you could play in different bands. You can go mm-hmm. out to a bar, a club, a stage. It doesn't matter. You could be the greatest musician on earth, but if yeah. you don't have this vibe this energy mm-hmm. i think that's that's a gift for you man you guys have this natural uh, ability of it's 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 an energy it's you could just feel it i could close my eyes i don't have to watch the band i'm still getting that feeling you know oh that's so oh, yeah. cool that's that means a lot because that's not something you can really work at you just like that's right i mean you just sort of um trying to exude passion for doing what you're doing right and um yeah, definitely. I, you know, I, hats off to my 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 parents who played great music around the house on the turntable. They're not musical Aww. people at all. 
um, between Ray Charles and the Beatles, uh, always hearing oh, wow. like Simon and Garfunkel, like hearing this music that on repeat. And then my mm-hmm. brother and sister who were like products of the eighties, seventies and eighties that, that older than me that introduced me to the best of best, you know? So I think I just have really good influences. Um, and, so if you, and it came out in the music, you know, if you had to pick one, one vintage album, now, now, and I, and I know you mentioned The Who, so I'm not going to let you pick The Who. Oh, if you have to pick one vintage <laughs> oh, album that you're going to go to today, this is when the show's over and you have to go pick <laughs> one vintage album out of your record collection, what's it going to be? Depends on what question. I'm doing. I mean, but I, I mean, Led Zeppelin two to me is like the ultimate. And, oh my gosh. Uh, if, I, if you're going to go and like really go to another place and, and, and feel like you're listening to something that is unachievable, but but you can admire it as opposed to like the best James Taylor record. I still go. I'm gonna go write some songs like that, like Led Zeppelin too. That's just that's yeah. just Epic. otherworldly. Oh yeah, Beck. How about um, you? How about you, Beck? I want to I want to know what vintage record you're gonna go to. I love Zeppelin too. I also love Kiss. Oh yeah, yeah. You're love a Kiss, Kiss. fan. You were. Oh, yeah. She was like Kiss for like ten I, Halloweens I in a row. Remember that? I won. That was Gene Simmons, and I won. We got a true Kiss oh, fan here. Oh, yeah. good morning. I'm on the radio. Do you want to say hi to people? Yeah, yeah bring them on. Who, who do we have here? Let's get some serious bedhead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> I like it when you have when you have Pat McGee on the show. You bring okay. the whole family. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's get you on. My son is late for school. Oh, no. do you have to go? <laughs> no, you're good. Go your mom. Go I your love mom. it. She's fine. All good. No, you didn't. You're fine. It's fine. Go ahead. I, I love it. If he, didn't, if he wouldn't be like, he's so deer in headlights right now. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> That's Jack McGee. Jack Aww. McGee. That, I, that you looked at the other day. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. He's inappropriately dressed. Otherwise, I'd say, come on over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's under quarantine. Come on. <laughs> we forgive he's him. Around like a pirate. He's, he's gimping around like a pirate because last night he uh, took a spill out back and he's got a, a backyard playing oh, injury. Oh, boy. How, how is he doing with the schoolwork at home? I know it's hard. <laughs> he just came down to say, Mommy said I couldn't miss any more of the morning meeting. I think I'm late. <laughs> like, it's the last. It's the last ten days of kindergarten. You're yeah, kicking, you're reading at a fourth grade level. You're good. You're yeah, good. <laughs> let him go. That's let awesome. him go. I mean, so, I feel. I'm sorry that you slept in, but you know, like most of America, Friday night is kind of every night. And yeah, yeah. And it is. We, we maybe stayed up too late last night. Maybe he did too. I don't know. Yeah. No, I I had a Friday night on Monday night and it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. I think in this time you gotta, you gotta pick your, um, pick your Friday night. Well, pick it. Well, we've loosened up the, you know, we're pretty strict parents and like, um, we've just sort of, because there's, they've, you feel sorry for these kids now with like my, I have a daughter who's a senior in high school and it's like, Oh man, they're doing this crazy graduation thing right now where the one person comes at a time on the field, announce it into the PA system at the football stadium. And there's just the parent. Right. Right. I know, man. It's like really sad. So 
It if is. they want to do some stuff that normally I would say no to, I'm like, go ahead. Yeah. That for you. In the same way. Yeah. Here's the my car- son wants here's- to sleep in like a college kid. That's okay, too. Yes. Yep. <laughs> here's the car keys. <laughs> Take it for a run. <laughs> go, have yeah, some fun. go have some fun in the neighborhood, kid. <laughs> I just bought you a mini bike. Go ahead. Have fun. <laughs> Take it down to the gas okay. station. Fill her up. Here's Dad's credit card. <laughs> so, it's, so uh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut yeah. you off, Pat. So, where yeah. do we, uh, listen? I want to know how to get your music. Our viewers want to know how to get your music, man. Oh, you, yeah. You're you're doing some well, good stuff, putting good stuff out in the world. You. Yes, um, I do. Um, you can go to patmcgee.net, p-a-t-m-c-g-e-e.net, and uh, that's a site that's like. We're continually building. We just revamped it. Oh, it's so there's great. Not, there's not a ton of stuff there, but there's some stuff. Um, and um, on Facebook, at Pat McGee or at Pat McGee Band, I can't remember exactly. But anyway, one of the one of those sites you'll find us. And I do a lot of um, – I do online shows on the weekend at a place called Stage It. Um, Stage which it? State uh, stage the word stage and then it.com stage it.com. Um, it's it started like 10 years ago. Jimmy Buffett and a friend of mine, Evan, they had a band called Evan and Sharon out of Atlanta. They started this thing. This is way before what's going on now, right? And and you basically you pay five bucks to get in to this. It's like this, but it's you have an it's a very interactive situation. Um, it's hard to explain, but it's an online show and you're in there with all the other fans and it's five bucks, but you can drag it down to 10 cents. Like you could pay me 10 cents and come and watch a set. Yeah. That's and awesome. talk about different records. It's a way for musicians to still make a living. Um, of course. It's, you tip people tip while you're playing. They're right. like, it's it's. I went and watched someone else's show. Edwin McCain was like, "Hey man, can you check this out to make sure it doesn't seem stupid or look weird or sound bad?" Or mm-hmm. so I watched. I watched Edwin's show and it blew me away. I was like, I feel like I'm sitting in your living room. Yeah, it's so cool. Stage an Edwin re- reality show. Yeah, stage it. Stage it. Stage Yeah, that's pretty cool. Stage I'll actually com. put. A, there's all kinds of concerts on there. Check it out. Um, definitely you can see anybody. I mean, there are so many different artists. Very cool. Look, some of it will look like this, and I'll have a guitar. Some of it's I'm in my full-on studio with like trying to make it be a little bit more professional. Yeah. Um, today is the day that I get super high-speed internet. Uh, apparently I thought I had that, but I don't. Yeah. You're so. doing fine. You're fine. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, this is great. I, I've been having, I've been having some struggles with it just, but then I listen to Howard Stern and like Tom Brady's all like pixelated and sounds like shit. Oh my okay. gosh. I, I mean, I watched <laughs> yeah. national TV and yeah. uh, just last night they had one of the CEOs of the, like this massive, I think it was, um, I don't know, one of the pharmaceutical companies and, in the middle of the yeah. interview, he just froze up. And it, I, you know, I don't like to see that happen, but it made me feel good. <laughs> oh, I'm like, look, all these stars, yeah, people on Fallon or, or Kimmel, they look, yeah. Fine. Sometimes they look great. Sometimes you can't even hear them or see them. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's it's, it's like, internet. Okay, I'm put, I'm making it harder myself, but people, I don't think they expect it to look like a polished no. TV show. Yeah. You guys no. look fantastic. Yeah. Aww. So this, this usually Zoom is kind of difficult, but this looks really good. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I got a I got a pretty sweet setup. Like I literally converted a room into a TV station. It it's crazy. I can, uh, I can tell. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun because you know we, listen, we started this because of the quarantine. Rebecca and I had a radio yeah. show years ago, um, and we had a morning radio show, and we had so much fun. And, and then 
when it came time to be quarantined, we said, let's fire it back up. And, and uh, Jason was That's one of the first idea. ones on the show. And, and it's just, you know, things have been taken off. So and we're po- now we're podcasting and things are really cool. So. Well, hey, Jason Raleigh, says, yo, 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 Raleigh, yo. Right? We're in, well, Rebecca's in here? I'm upstate New York. Yeah, Rebecca's in New York and yeah. I'm in Raleigh. Yeah. And you're in, you're in, where, where are you? You're in I'm Virginia. In, I'm in, no, I'm in Rhode Island. Oh, you're in Rhode Island oh. now. Okay. All right. I'm from, I'm originally from Virginia. Right. That's right. Right. Okay. right. I've cool. Been, I've been in Rhode Island since 2000. So awesome. 20 years. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, um, wait, Jason says, Hey, Hey, Hey. Jason Adamo. Hey, he's awake, man. Jason's in the room. He's awake. <laughs> we were talking about looking glass, Jason. How awesome that new record of his. Yeah, Jason it really Adamo is. Band. Check you, guys, it out. you guys are all doing um, good stuff, man. And uh, for, for those that are, are watching, too, uh, I want to remind everybody, I just put this weekend the links to every one of these artists that are on Wake Up to the Vibe. If you go to wakeuptothevibe.com, you can download the podcast. You can you can uh, click on the link for each individual's homepage. So, well, I I believe I already put yours up there, uh, Pat, and I have a link directly to your website. So it's cool. Cool, thank you. Good stuff. And and the only thing I want to share with you is that my vinyl record that I'm putting on today is Aerosmith. Get your wings. Ooh, Ooh. No, it's like bring me back, man. That's I love one too. Love that album. My favorite album, that Toys in the Attic. You can't beat it. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh hey, yeah. Man, up here in New England, at Sarah Smith Land, they're they're. I remember I saw Joey Kramer at the Borders Books once. I was like, <laughs> Is that right? Dude, <laughs> look, actually, I, I did a record with uh, Marty Fredrickson. He produced some of the newer Aerosmith stuff when they kind of came back with Pump and and uh, get a grip and all that. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, and uh, Marty, he wrote Jaded and a bunch of other Jaded. big songs for uh, Aerosmith. Yeah. So I, ha- I have a few songs that I'll have to send them to you. They, oh, it yeah. sounds like it could have been an Aerosmith like on a record. That's pretty production. awesome. Yeah. It kind of sounds like that vibe, which I can't pull off singing like Steve and Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. You it's know. good anyway, stuff. Aerosmith, good, good call. Good yeah, call. yeah. So uh, listen, Pat McGee, ladies and gentlemen, check him out. Check him out online. Pat McGee Band doing some wonderful things. Thank you so much. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to close the show out together. So I'm going to hit end meeting. And then we always, my new thing is uh, I've got permission to use uh, Keaton Simon's song, One, Two, Three, Go, because I just love the song. So it's become our official closing song because oh, it sends awesome. people on their way to start their day and, and, yeah, and, and make it happen. So uh, Pat, I want to thank you so much, man, for joining us and, and we'll be in touch on a regular basis. And uh, yeah, it's all good. Waking up to the vibe. Thank you, sir. Rebecca, great to to meet you over this uh, forum, and um, go listen to that song, and don't think that it's written about you. (laughs) (laughs) No, listen, I guarantee you 10 phone calls within the next hour. I mean, and, has, and just so when people write to you, I always because I have a lot of friends named Joe, and every time I write in an email, "Hey Joe," I'm like, "Does he think?" Does yeah, he that's right. Hey Joe, email think it's a Hendrix. Are you kidding God? me? I've been living this life, yeah, right, man. Right? Yeah. Every time I, write I carry it, a like, gun okay. just for that reason. Man. I've changed so many emails from "Hey Joe" to "Hello Joe." Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm being like, that's awesome. Like, he's like, "Where are you going with that?" That's man? I love it, man. <laughs> 
Oh, my gosh. Hey, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Don't forget, tomorrow, tomorrow, Matt O'Ree will be on the show from the Matt O'Ree Band. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. And then Quarantine with the Vibe Tribe on Friday. We got a full lineup for next week. So thank you, everybody, the Vibe Tribe. Pat, you're officially, once you hit that follow button on Wake Up to the Vibe, you become a part of the Vibe Tribe. So we'd love to have you as part of uh, the Vibe Tribe. We're growing and we're having a lot of fun. Wishing everybody a great day. Pat, Rebecca, have an awesome day. We're going to move on with our closing song. I will be in touch with you both very soon. Bye, guys. Peace out. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, man.